Hey, it's Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to the Black Belt Leadership Podcast, where each week I'm giving you tips, tools, insights, and resources to help you become a better version of who you are and what you do as you discover, develop, and deploy your own Black Belt Leader within. Hey, I want to talk about battling entitlement today. We're hearing a lot about entitlement in the news, and we're seeing it a lot taking place in society around us. And I want to jump in and I want to address the conversation of entitlement with an interesting conversation I recently had while I was doing a four-city tour of East Florida last week. You know, while I was there, I talked to a very frustrated employer. I could see that she had just gone through an interview and she was a little bit frazzled. And as I was eating lunch, I just leaned over and asked if, you know, I could ask her a few questions about what was going on in her world. And interestingly, here's what she shared. Like many employers I talked to across the United States, she was struggling to hire quality people to work in a fast food restaurant. I get it. It's an entry level job. But you've got people with no skills, no experience, and are unwilling to learn or be coachable, demanding that they be paid $20 an hour and wanted to do the work only when it was convenient around their schedule. They wanted that employer to accommodate their needs while delivering nothing of value to that employer. Now, get this. Here's what she told me. She said, John, the few people I do hire, they can't stay off their phone. When they're there, they do the bare minimum. If I say, this is what I need you to do, they do that and nothing more. They don't take initiative to do what's required, or if they see something that needs to be done, they don't take the initiative to do it themselves. So as I talked with her, I heard a similar story of individuals that run businesses that they want to thrive, they want to be successful, and they're struggling to build collaborative, cooperative teams that work together to provide an exceptional experience for the customer or the client that keeps them coming back. And what they're finding is the people they're hiring today want to do as little as possible and get paid as much as possible. And in fact, they want to get paid more than the actual value than what they deliver to the business. So it begs the question, why should an employer pay you $20 an hour when you're only delivering $8 to $10 worth of value to that business on an hourly basis? And if you're 40, 50, 55 years old, and you're still working an entry-level job, what does that say about you? Either you're not applying yourself or you've convinced yourself that the world owes you a living. So what have you done to deserve what you're demanding of other people? That's the question for the entitlement generation we're seeing right now. And ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you to Entitlement USA. Yeah, this is the place where people believe they should be rewarded simply for showing up, that they should be rewarded simply for who they are rather than the results they deliver and the outcomes they create. Entitlement USA is a world where people believe others should give them whatever they want simply because they exist. They show up and they demand to be treated special because they believe they're special even when there's nothing special about them. Now, by definition, entitlement is the fact of having a right to something. And entitlement does have its place because if you own a title to a piece of property, 
such as land or a home, or you own a title to a car, you're entitled to take possession of that property and use it for your benefit. That's an example of entitlement. You own something that you have the right to use. If you lease an apartment, you're entitled to move in and take possession of that space for a specified period of time, provided you pay the rent. Now, often entitlements are equated with citizenship. If you're a citizen of the United States, for example, you're entitled to certain rights as defined in our Constitution. The first 10 amendments to the Constitution, known as the Bill of Rights, give us as United States citizens very clear definitions to certain rights, certain entitlements that we have as citizens of this free country. I'm talking about things like free speech, no unreasonable search and seizure, and the right to keep and bear arms. Those are entitlements that are ingrained in our Constitution. Now, the word entitlement may also be used to describe certain government-sponsored programs for its citizens. Here in the United States, we have Social Security and Medicare, two social safety nets, one for income and another for health care. Now, if you're a citizen of another country, you're entitled to whatever rights and privileges, if any, that are guaranteed in your country's governing documents. However, in today's context, I want to look at entitlement from a different perspective and a different definition, because what we've seen today is entitlement has morphed into this narcissistic belief that an individual is deserving of privilege or special treatment just because of who they are. Now, what today is often deemed as entitlement is nothing more than a self-obsessed opinion, an inflated opinion of one's worth and value simply because an individual believes they are deserving of more than what they currently have. Now, how did this happen? How did we get to this point that we're battling entitlement as a society today? Well, if we go back just a few generations to the baby boomers, remember, they were, for the most part, workaholics. That was the first generation that we saw mom and dad both employed. In the previous generation, that silent generation, dads were the providers and mom stayed home, and her primary responsibility was raising the children. When we get into the boomer world, we saw this opportunity for prosperity, people wanting more than the struggles that they saw their families go through that were part of the great generation. Mom and dad went to work. Their children, Generation X, came home from school, often to an empty house. These children were forced to raise themselves. That's why we often see Generation X referred to as the latchkey kids generation. They went into an empty home and locked themselves in and waited till mom and dad came home. Now, as these Gen Xers later got married and had kids of their own, they became the helicopter parents that followed. They hovered over their kids, making sure that their kids got everything they missed out on when they were home alone. And the Gen Xers, sadly, went overboard. They wanted their children, known as the millennials, to believe they were special, and they tended to spoil them a lot. Now, out of this came the participation trophy generation of kids who got a medal just for showing up. The emphasis was no longer on striving for excellence to understand that it's important to compete to be the best of the best, and whether you win or you lose, there's a lesson to learn for this generation, these millennials, this participation trophy generation, all you had to do was show up. 
even if you never practiced, even if you never got out on the field and played the game, you were recognized. You got a trophy. You got a medal. Kids were not taught the value of hard work because their parents did everything for them. They were never taught to work together as a group toward a big stretch goal. They were never taught the importance of being rewarded for excelling, and they never learned the value of winning and losing and the lessons each could bring to their lives. These parents became obsessed with their children's feelings. And as a result of that, they manufactured make-believe success in their child's minds. He said that again. These parents became so obsessed with their children's feelings, they manufactured make-believe success in their mind. And what did they do? They created a me-first mindset in these millennial children who went on to have children of their own, Generation Z. And that's what we're seeing entering the workplace today. These parents continually rewarded those children for nothing just to appease them, giving them anything and everything they wanted without question. And in doing so, they gave them a false sense of value and a false sense of worth. Now, this has resulted in a mistaken belief that this generation is due special treatment simply because of who they are. So as a result, we have only to look in society and see today what became of this nightmarish experiment in indulging children to the max. These kids today are ill-prepared to handle the complexities of life. You got only to look on any social media platform and you see these kids stressed out, anxious, and complaining over having to work 40 hours a week, over having to miss a Saturday because they had to work a 20-hour job and they're only making $15 an hour at 17 years of age. We're now witnessing a generation of youth and young adults who are demanding special treatment. They are ungrateful. They are rude. They are insolent. They are uncaring. They are at times very arrogant. And they're constantly expecting and demanding people to cater to their absurd whims and wishes. And if you don't, they're going to speak out loudly because they don't understand what it is to be an integral member of society, respecting, honoring, and valuing other people. This generation of Gen Z and the millennials believe the world owes them without them having to do anything in return for what they are demanding of others. Now, at the same time, they are being deceived into believing they can enjoy the benefits of hard work. They can get paid big money without actually having to do the work or learn the skills and talents necessary to grow themselves, to expand themselves, and to make themselves more valuable. This generation of kids and young adults believe they can celebrate the win without ever getting off the sidelines and getting into the game of life. Now, this is a state of ignorance where irrational emotions are constantly stirred by those who want to control you. As a result of that, this generation is left anxious, angry, and depressed. We see it everywhere in society today. But understand this, when you live in an echo chamber of mindless groupthink and the only voices you hear 
are reinforcing what you've been told, you become blind to the truth and you lose your identity. You become a puppet with someone else pulling the strings and moving your mouth. You don't realize that when others think for you, do for you, and provide for you at least at first as your parents did, and now you demand society to do, you don't realize that is not a good thing. Understand this, when someone thinks for you, they do for you, and they provide for you, they own you. And at any point in time, they can take what is rightfully yours, and you're left with nothing. So how do you battle and how do you conquer a sense of entitlement? To me, it starts with accepting a simple truth. Work is essential for success. You don't think about it. You can't wish your way to success. You can't hope your way to success. And you can't entitle your way to success. You can only earn your way to success through diligent and hard work. Understand that work has value. Work provides you with an opportunity to learn and to grow, to advance and to get promoted. It provides value to the customer. It provides value to the business. Work allows you to learn a craft, to discover and hone a skill set, and to learn to master that skill set, making you more valuable in the process. Your goal in life is to become an expert, a world-class master at who you are and what you do. And you want to make sure at the same time that you are adding value to other people. You need to value people and add value to them to help defeat and battle entitlement. Now think about that though. If you become a world-class master of who you are and what you do, guess what? You are more valuable. And when you are more valuable, people will seek you out. You are in demand and that increases your worth and what people are willing to pay you. Employers, when you're really good at what you do, they're going to seek you out and they're going to be willing to bid up how much you get paid because people are willing to pay more to get the services of someone who is an expert. People are willing to pay more to be with the master rather than the apprentice. People are willing to pay more to purchase a luxury product that they create. You don't believe that's true? Ask BMW, ask Mercedes, ask Ferrari. Ask any master electrician, any master plumber, any master craftsman, and they will tell you that they earn more than people just learning the trade. Go ask any professional athlete. Go ask LeBron James. Go ask Serena Williams. Go ask Tiger Woods. Ask a successful CEO. Ask a world-famous chef or designer. Ask an entrepreneur like Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, or Jeff Bezos. Individuals who are worth millions or billions of dollars. And here's what they'll tell you. We did not entitle our way to the top. We worked our way to the top. We started small. We learned from failure. We continued, we tried, we failed, we tried again until we succeeded. They understood that phrase from Og Mandino's book, The Greatest Salesman in the World, I Will Persist Until I Succeed. Those individuals I named off, athletes, chefs, designers, entrepreneurs, they became the very best of the best 
in their chosen field, not from entitlement, but from putting their hand to the plow and doing the work that was necessary, learning the skills and honing the skills and becoming a world-class master of who they are and what they do to be who they are today. They are the best in their chosen field. Now, work also adds value to other people. Think about it. When you're part of a team that creates an exceptional product or service and you deliver that product or service with exceptional service, you become a brand that people seek out and desire. You don't believe that's true? Look at the lines at any Starbucks. Look at the lines at any Chick-fil-A. How many people will line up to go eat at a Ruth Chris Steakhouse? How many people are willing to go buy a Yeti cooler over something they could buy at Walmart or Target? These high-value brands are high-value for a reason. They are not entitled. They have earned the right because they put in the work to become the best of the best. Now, work is also rewarding and not just in a financial sense. Work provides you with a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment that you don't get from a handout. You derive your sense of worth from the work that boosts your self-confidence and your self-esteem. And when you work and actually accomplish something, you feel better about yourself. Now, at the same time, entitlement robs you of the benefits of work that I just described. When you don't work, you never realize your full potential, nor do you have an opportunity to experience that sense of satisfaction and fulfillment that really makes life worth living. You know, I talk to many people that are dealing with this entitlement mindset, and it's interesting, they aren't satisfied and fulfilled in life. They're constantly looking and searching for something, but they don't know what it is. And part of that, I believe, is the fact that they don't understand the value that work, doing something they are gifted, talented, and skilled to do, and it's something they learn to do over time, can be so invaluable in their lives. Understand this. Entitlement leaves you stuck where you are, as you are, unchanged, with no opportunity for growth or advancement in life. In fact, in entitlement actually leaves you dependent on other people because you can't do anything for yourself. And when you're dependent on other people, you're going to live a life of never having enough and always wanting more. And sadly, you really don't enjoy what little you do receive from other people because you didn't work for it. There is no real lasting satisfaction and value. You get that when you earn it because you put in the effort and you invested yourself in that project. And there's something incredible that takes place in your mind and the chemical dump that makes your body feel good and say, hey, this was great. Let's do it again. When you actually achieve a win because of your effort and you celebrate it, the body says this was an amazing event that happened in your life. Let's go make it happen again. But sadly, entitlement is a world of hopeless lack. It leads to anxiety, it leads to anger, and it leads to depression. So let me leave you today with a thought and a question. 
If we go back in time and we look at ancient civilizations, they had, for the most part, a very simple philosophy. If you don't work, you don't eat. You were expected to contribute in some way to society. And if you did not contribute, you were ostracized and you were not given the benefits of being an integral part of the community. Now, this was the original cancel culture. If you didn't work, you didn't eat. And if you didn't eat, that is the ultimate cancel. Understand that successful societies require that everyone contributes more in value than they extract in payment. Let me say that again. Successful societies require that everyone contributes more in value than they extract in payment. Now, that same is true today as it was in societies of 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 years ago. No business, no society, no country can survive if expenses exceed revenue. No city, no state, no nation can survive when you've got a people that are expecting everything and giving nothing in return. You know, if we instituted this concept of if you don't work, you don't eat today, how would you respond to that? How would you survive if that was reality today? If you don't make a meaningful contribution, you don't get paid. How long would you stay on the go-hungry list before you put your entitlement on the shelf and begin to use the gifts and talents within you and develop yourself to become a better version of yourself to contribute meaningfully to those around you? Here's what I like to say. Entitlement is one of the new drugs of choice enslaving millions of lives, young and old, in America and around the world today. It's a belief that doing less is actually doing more, which makes absolutely no sense, and that individuals can rely on someone else to provide for their entire lives without that individual having to lift a finger to do anything. But when you live an entitled life, others are telling you what to think, what to believe, and what to do. Their greatest weapon and their control over you is your ignorance and groupthink. Again, when you're in that echo chamber and you're only hearing the same thing repeated over and over, you miss hearing the truth because the truth is never spoken. Once you've accomplished your goals, wait, it's their goals. Once you've accomplished their goals, because remember, when you live an entitled life, they're telling you what to think, what to believe, and what to do. So when you accomplish not your goals, but their goals and their aspirations, and they achieve what they want as a group, as a society, or as a nation, guess what? They don't need you anymore. And whatever they've given you at some point, they can rightfully take back from you and reclaim it as theirs, and you end up with nothing. This is what happens when you live an entitled way of life. Now, if that's you I'm talking to today, here's what I'd like to say. You are better than that. I believe every single person was put on this earth 
on purpose for a purpose and within them, everything they need to be successful in life, they were equipped with. You have only to go within to discover, develop, and deploy your own unique black belt leader within to become a world-class master of who you are and what you do. So battling this entitlement, battling entitlement requires that you think for a change, not just mindlessly listen to what everybody else is doing and lean into this crazy crowd of groupthink that's mindlessly wandering off somewhere. It's time that you think for yourself for a change. It's time that you discover and develop and deploy your own black belt leader. Because when you discover it and develop it and become a world-class master and develop it in the marketplace, that's what successful people do. But when you become world-class at who you are and what you do, people seek you out and they're willing to pay you top dollar for your knowledge, your insight, your wisdom, and your expertise. Remember this, Dr. Alan Zimmerman says in his blog that entitlement serves no useful purpose. He goes on to say that entitlement will destroy success, progress, teamwork, self-esteem, self-respect, initiative, motivation, and relationship. You know, Dr. Zimmerman, I have to agree, you couldn't be more right. You will never rise to your full potential if you spend your life sitting on your butt, holding out your hand, and expecting the world to give you something that you did not earn and expecting them to give you something without you giving something in return. Remember, no society can survive when outflows exceed inflows. And when all they're doing is giving, 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 and you're not giving back, you can only pour water out of a pot for so long before it runs out of water. If you're not constantly putting something back in the pot at some point, that pot is going to run dry. Martin Luther King said it well. He said, not everyone can be famous, but everyone can be great because greatness is determined by service. Hey, and you didn't know it, service is work. It's valuing people, it's adding value to them and looking for every opportunity to serve other people and make their life better. But when you're entitled, you expect other people to serve you. And here's what I can tell you. Only so many people will do that for only so long before they say enough is enough. I'm tired of the arrogance, I'm tired of the lack of appreciation, and I'm going to go serve someone else that actually appreciates and values what I've done. But when we work, when we put our hands and our minds and our bodies and our abilities to work for other people, we're serving other people. And the more people we serve and the better we serve them, the more valuable we become. This is how we become great. And don't forget, successful people do daily what unsuccessful people do sometimes or not at all. So do you want to be successful or do you want to be entitled? Remember, successful people do daily what unsuccessful people do sometimes or not at all. So I want to challenge you to battle this entitlement mindset if that speaks to you today and discover, develop, and deploy your own black belt leader within.
If you need some resources to help you do that, visit my website, beablackbeltleader.com. Hey, I'm Dr. John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and I want to say thanks for joining me for the Black Belt Leadership Podcast. Have a great day.